What's up, y'all? This is Jazz from the Waylit Podcast, of course. And today I have two very special guests. To my right, we have Mr. Decca Durs. Hello, hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? This is you guy, Decca Durs, the infamous. You know. <laughs> and uh, we got a super special guest today. I really don't even know how to describe my <laughs> guy's voice. It's just so powerful at the same time. Very powerful. He has a message behind his music. So it's just not, you know, just having the powerful voice and the gift of being able to deliver that voice. It's also the words that come from that powerful voice. So Feelings and emotions behind it, yeah. So we most definitely got to give it up today for my man's. M. Dot, also known as Mr. Marcus. Mr. Marcus J. Austin. <laughs> Thank you, family. Uh, man, it's I'm humble. Let me say that first oh. of all, um, because um, it's sometimes very rare to find people who understand that this life is not about them as individuals, but this life is about more of a communal, collective consciousness. Definitely. And um, and me knowing you, Brother Decker, for years, uh, since I got started, you were always someone who had an open door, even though half the time I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> when I was recording. I was off-key. I was trying to figure out the structure. But you still believed in growing uh, talent and developing talent, and that's a very rare trait. So I want to say to you, with all of the wonderful things that you're now doing with multimedia, that I got your back and your front. Because uh, sometimes you people got your back, and then when you need them, you can't find them. Exactly. <laughs> but you need somebody up front, and you need somebody behind you. And then sometimes you need a good woman beside you to help give us the, the cue that, uh, you know, we didn't see that, <laughs> the blind spot. So, yeah. um, man, you have been a blessing to so many people. Definitely, and uh, definitely. do know that your work is not in vain. I appreciate it. Not you. at all. And you sowing seeds into good ground, and it's going to manifest some of it in 2021. This turned yes, into sir. a tribute yes, to Mr. Decker. And, 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 <laughs> and also, I'm coming to you, Sister Jazz. You're not left out <laughs> of it. Um, I want to thank you for opening the door um, to allowing for me to oh. talk about what's being developed and what's being created. And the reason why I say that is because uh, sometimes truth is is a very hard thing to take. Yeah. Mm. And what's being glamorized for a greater purpose, uh, unfortunate greater purpose, is when you take on so much negative news, when somebody has a message that could change a situation. Yeah, And they're following up that message with an actual opportunity because faith without works is dead. Right. Then what happens is those windows for the general mass appeal closes off because more people are attracted to. And this is not me talking about other people's situation, but just an understanding of frequency and vibration. More people are attracted to poison than they are, unfortunately, to something that's going to be nutritious Nutritious. to them. Mm. You know, and so um, I think that and you opening the door for myself and others that are coming and they have actually have some gusts and some, some substance yes, shout out to Il Gordon uh, <laughs> behind <laughs> behind what they're talking about I think that you are going to continuously elevate and evolve uh, into something with this podcast that's going to really make a difference and, well, thank you. and you know people forget 
Jesus really only had 11 disciples. I know he had 12, but he really only had 11 because one of them stabbed him in the back and sold him out for pieces of silver. And so we don't need the whole world to get behind a platform. Sometimes we just need one or two That's or true. three because we're two or more gathered in the master's name or the universe's name or God's name, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And the vibration or frequency of ah. If you understand Buddha, Jesus, Allah, it's an ancient frequency of spirituality. So when you know that, you don't need the whole world. You just need a couple of people that can agree. So thank both of you about that. Man, M.Dot, you just covered a whole lot real quick, <laughs> seriously. And, and gratitude you. to you for coming and blessing us with your presence, yes, ma'am. your innovation dedication education (laughs) all of that and beyond and beyond beyond so um revelation the emerald tablet of thought and also the number 27 Mm -hmm. these things are very relevant to you can you elaborate on those so what i've realized unfortunately is we live in a house of distractions And that's a book that I'm finishing up currently. Okay. And this house is not just what the religious scripture says, a house divided against itself cannot stand. But the house I'm talking about is the human family. Mm. And the reason why we've been divided um, so horribly is because we don't study astrotheology, which is astrology and theology. Theo meaning the Greek word God, logic meaning your logic. Mm-hmm. Not God's logic, because the creator's logic is much bigger than just our perception of what we believe is the truth. But also history, mm-hmm. science. And so what happens is we get divided into these cubicles of how we feel or we perceive of things because we have a group that is agreed upon it, even though there might be a difference with another group. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at the Emerald Tablet of Thought, it goes back to ancient Kemet. And specifically, Kemet is what is the land of the blacks, which is now Egypt. Mm -hmm. And this manuscript was really the foundational basis of what we now call the law of attraction. But they did not really tell you what that um, Emerald Tablet of Thought was really talking about is because it would give us the appropriate attribute to a historical time where people have used this law of attraction not only to explain educationally what it is, but also to elevate themselves to to make money. Whenever you have only one sense of a benefit of only making money Mm. and not agreed upon a sense of exchange of upliftment for everybody, what happens is you filter into more of a capitalistic system where it's all about you versus the collective way we can work and build together. And so when we talk about the Emerald Tablet of Thought is the foundation of metaphysics, and that's an ancient comedic approach of understanding what that is. So so when when I'm hearing that, I hear a lot of anti-greed, anti-ego. With that being the case, how do you see your approach to, I guess, un-greedify, un-egify mm-hmm. the uh, collective of people that we are. Right. So here's an interesting um, understanding. Uh, as human beings, uh, if we trace back historically how the human race started, uh-huh. 
Um, we started, obviously, in Africa in a very nu- nourishment-rich area. This is before we started pigmentation, playing socio, uh, uh, socio-dynamics or sociology dynamics with each other of white and black and all of that. We were all one right. when we first started. We were all one seed. And when we were first started and so what we realized is when we were close to the sun Mm -hmm. the sun always had a loving approach Mm -hmm. of always having an abundance of food an abundance of things that we needed abundance of air an abundance of water and so what we realized is there is an abundance of everything when we can connect and when we can share so the problem is not money the problem is insecurity and what's happened is, as people have uh, observed conquests, uh, if we look at different empires, such as the Roman Empire and different things of that nature, what we realize is that ego is an attribute that there is not enough. Mm-hmm. So since there is not enough, I got to go find somebody else to dominate or find somebody else to take over because your insecurities and your fear becomes your major attribute that defines who you are. Mm -hmm. And whenever fear defines who you are, that's when you get cancer. Hmm. That's when you get some of these diseases. Because diseases are dis-ease, which comes from an internal and a mental dynamic. Mm -hmm. But as these traits have been passed along over time, what we've realized is that we feel that, okay, if I win, then you must lose. That's not true. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know not not true as far as the totality of the human race and so the question becomes how do we reevaluate and understanding or dislearn or reprogram our minds to know that it's okay if somebody else is winning matter of fact it's great if you winning and you connected to me because then if you win i'll win right but once again those who have came before us like dr king malcolm x gandhi those who have really been able to push that message forward and gain traction not because they had necessarily money in their pocket, but they had something to improve the lives of others. They were more scared and more feared by those that had money because they didn't need the money to be influential. Exactly. Now, is there a specific uh, situation or, um, you know, anything that may have happened that made you want to, um, you know, start to put a broader consciousness into your music, into mm-hmm. your art form. You know, um, I'm very sensitive about critiquing other people. Okay. And the only reason why I say I'm very sensitive about critiquing other people, and I'm going to bring it back to your question, is because when you point your finger at the mirror, the mirror does a very interesting thing. It takes that finger and then it points it directly back at you. Mm-hmm. And so, during my professional experience of working for the first African Cook County Board, President John Stroger, working for his son, President Ty Stroger, working for the City Colleges of Chicago, Wayne Watson. I mean, I can go through a list of experiences where I've worked in a lot of different dynamics. What I realized is in being in certain positions, there was a learning that I had to go through. And so, in my earlier music, I was not talking as strongly as much as I am now about broadening my message about other things is just because as we mature, then our mind should mature, our body should mature, our spirit should mature. And if we are ever causing ourselves to be in the same place over the cause of 30, 40, 50 years, something is wrong. Right. Because our cells of our body, every day, old cells die, 
Yeah. New cells grow. Mm-hmm. And if we're not being a reflective of that exchange or that dynamic, then what we're doing is we're not really realizing what we're supposed to do. So my message now is uh, a part of some significant growth of experiences. Uh, as much as I've had highs, I've had tremendous lows. Mm. You know, I've gone through experiences where I've been homeless, where I've actually lived in shelters, you know, what I mean, where I've had to go through some things and somebody with a Rutgers degree and get all this great experience. How you end up like that? But what it's actually done is what a hu- humility does is it is the direct descendant of greatness. Mm. You are not great because you have great talent. You are great because you are humble. And it's in a song, uh, uh, the one, a big time hip hop rapper, he said, be humble. He's got, he's got from L.A. He talks about being humble, but humble is the humility and being humble is the key to greatness. And so if you can't walk with kings and not lose the common touch, and if you can't live with those that don't have and still maintain your character and your message, then you are not real and your principles are not real. And so uh, what life has caused me to do is go through a development process of highs and lows where I've been able to really test myself to see if all this stuff you're talking about, is this really you or is this just you being on a show and you want people to believe? And the truth of the matter is, even if you are that key, everybody still ain't going to believe. But it's up to you to stand on your character and your principles of what you feel you've been sent to do. So I do believe that a part of this message now as I as I am evolving is to show the whole totality or the balance of feelings, emotion, and then also be able to correlate that as in a unique way that's never been done before. So as this project develops, you'll see for the first time in history, over 13 different genres of music is on this project. Meditation music, three different types of meditation music, spoken words, Hip hop, over twenty five contributors, some from Mexico, some from the United States. Yeah, internationally. I was going to get into that. And so, God, I believe God or the Creator or the Universe or whatever you want to call it, Allah, I believe it causes people to come into this realm, mm-hmm. not just to be a part of fitting into a societal construct, but it causes us to make history, which is doing something that's never been done before. And more than likely, if you know the story of Noah which took them 120 years to build that boat or that ark mm-hmm. out of gopher wood, not cypress wood. Mm. And gopher wood, you can't find anywhere in the world. And the reason why you can't find it is because it talks about vision. Right. So God causes you to do something that's never been done before mm. and probably never will be done if you really want to be honest with it. And so I feel that I'm moving into that realm now in my mm-hmm. life to be able to get those things done. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I I noticed that you have worked with a global consortium of talent. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how did you come about, um, you know, even getting into these venues and talking to these types of people? Also, how did you, you know, uh, stay humble and level-headed during this process? Because, you know, once you meet some of the big wigs, you Mm kind of get that. You know, feeling <laughs> Well, you know, to be honest with you, what I realized is we as a human family are not that far apart. Mm-hmm. So there's always somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Mm-hmm. But the issue becomes that ego piece. Yes. Is can we find a way to come together 
and work with folks who are accomplished and pull up. And so my dear cousin, um, Brother Luke Austin, Joe Austin, who's worked with Mary J. Blige and some other major people, what you realize is folks that really want to be supportive and they see a vision that you lay out to them. That's why it's important for everybody to write the vision, because if you can't write the vision, how are you going to talk about it? Right. And then after you talk about it, how are you going to be a reflection of that consistently? Even when your vision eyesight says that's yes. not true. Mm-hmm. And so what has to happen is you have to be able to articulate a vision and then you have to be able to harness who you're connected with to be able to give that, give the information to them. And then they have to see that you're serious, not that you're just talking about it. So you got to give them a proof of concept. Oh yeah. You're talking, you know, you're talking about everything about what you're going to do is okay. Well, what have you done thus far? I want to ask you now, how do you, you know, prove that intent to someone? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you get that point across? Because, you know, I've tried that with a couple of people and maybe they didn't get it Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe they didn't want to support what I was talking about at that time. But, you know, you try to bring people in and maybe they don't see your vision. Mm-hmm. The same. Like, how do you so articulate? So that? so this this is this is how I articulate it. Mm-hmm. Either you make history or you follow history. Mm-hmm. OK, period. Now, period. those that are going to live much further than this 3D dimensional world that we live in, or three-dimensional world, excuse me, that we live in, their work is going to always last. Shakespeare is going to always last. The reason why is because people understand legacy, Mm -hmm. and they understand that what they're called here to do is much bigger than just them having a job, working a nine-to-five for 40 years, getting retired and going off to some resort in Florida and dying. And that's not necessarily that I'm critiquing what that is if that's okay and that's what they accept that's valid for them. Mm. But what I'm saying is what I believe is valid for everybody is that there is no way that the creator gives all of us gifts and we're supposed to sit on them. Because all that happens is if you sit on it, the gift rottens and it goes to somebody else Mm. who can use it, which usually has more talents than you have to start with. But because they are smart and learning how to integrate those skills, they're able to manifest it in a way that's never been done before. Hmm. So, um, like, what particular genre of music or maybe artist um, helped you determine your sound? You know, it's it's really a mixed bag. And the only reason why I say that is because I'll throw out a couple of names. Mr. Gino Vanelli. Uh, most people are not Ooh. as familiar with him. Uh, Canadian jazz artist. <laughs> you don't know why you mentioned that name. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> I, have to give, I have to give a disclaimer. Cold. When people mention people that I have sampled before, <laughs> I usually get a little, little hairs <laughs> raising. Like, that's, that's a great artist yeah. to do your homework, though. Yeah, Trust and believe. Yeah, for, for those that are new to <laughs> producing and those that are kind of new to the genre of listening to music that is outside of your general genre appreciation yes. most definitely check out Gino yeah. I don't even say the last name I just named it <laughs> yeah so you know you have him Miss Kim Burrell she's she's more of a, a gospel jazzy yeah. type of artist but she's been very influential Mr. Donnie Hathaway my dear okay. frag brother 
um, who has just put out countless soul anthems yeah. throughout the years. I mean, they still singing this Christmas mm-hmm. long after he has after. Uh, has passed along to go into mm-hmm. another realm of understanding. Obviously, Mr. Quincy Jones has been a major influence on me, producer wise. I mean, goodness. I mean, Michael Jackson. I mean, that's all you have to say. Yeah. You know, is producing him. You know, you've got Prince. You know, uh, who is very very well known. Who's been an influence on me. And so. Um, what I realized is that I need to go on an exploration. Okay. And the reason why I say I need to go on an exploration is because as I've started to come more into the meditation music of late um, and actually being able to do the meditations, I understand that all of this is not a genre. All okay. of this is not a label. Really, the only reason why genres are as applicable now than anything else is because people typically like to work with trends. Mm, yeah, true. I don't work with trends. Okay. I'm going to stay outside of the box because I'm creating history. Mm. Exactly. And so when you're outside the box, you don't necessarily label one genre yeah. as an umbrella for who you are, but you take in everything that you like irregardless of the genre. And as long as there's a consistent message that you want to give out that matches that frequency of what needs to be developed, then you're good. So for me, I just am a lover of great music no matter what it is. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and music, if, 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 if we understand what music is, the root word of music is to muse. Mm-hmm. M-U-S-E. Mm-hmm. And what is the definition of to muse? To muse means to think. Mm. And so what happens is people don't understand the importance of meditation music is what it does is it calms all of the clutter in your mind. Right, it does. To give you a piece of equanimity, which is balance. Mm -hmm. And once you get to a level of balance, you can think clearer. And actually certain ideas can start to infiltrate your mind that you never thought before Mm -hmm. because now you have a direct connection as to your purpose. I agree. So music is not just to make us feel good, not just to make us dance, but also to make us sit back and think. So um, I was listening to your lyrics, uh, Don't Be Afraid, On Fire, Mm -hmm. Superstar. Very, very detailed. um, Almost as if you're telling a story. Mm -hmm. Very passionate, emotional. I felt the emotion behind all three of those songs just off the top of my head. And I Mm -hmm. did get to listen to the rest of the album. But, um, like, what... Um, you know what? What prompted you to to um, I guess be so open and mm-hmm. um, like just pour your soul into those, mm-hmm. well, so, into your music, into your art form. Period. But and then what's the story behind? So um, evolution, experience, life's experience, right? Mm. Um, I had a gentleman by the name of Mr. Stephen Desjoie. He used to own a, a major nightclub called Desjoie's back in the day okay. here in Chicago, uh, Illinois. Um, and he said something to me as a young artist. He said, uh, Marcus, until you get hurt, you'll never cut through. Mm. Get hurt. Go through some life experiences. Those good old blues. And then, <laughs> then you'll know what you're talking about. You ain't just coming up with lyrics. And so... I, I said, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm I'm young, so, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, okay, yeah, whatever, now, what, what's going on with this, this budget? <laughs> so we didn't cut these videos, you know, but actually... 
people feel frequency and vibration Definitely. through music. And so, and me having a background, number one, um, through coming through a very religious, churchy understanding of expression, obviously that's nothing new to us. Um, but also for me, looking at the church now as what it truly is, which is not an infrastructure, which is not a religion, but it's people. And it's the gathering of two or more people right. and the alignment of their spirits and their nature. That's the real church. So even if all of the church buildings blow up, mm. the church will exist because you'll have people. And even in, in underneath a different scenario, if you say Jewish synagogues, if you say uh, Muslims, the mosques, there will always be those infrastructures when you have two or more people agreeing. So. I think it comes from that dynamic of being kind of honed in an appreciation for the craft of being able to express yourselves and then obviously having the experiences to back it up okay. uh, and then to place it. And so I think even now with the new stuff that I have out, you know, first single sock shit or not off this revelation project, people will see an even more advancement of the type of in, uh, interesting interest instruments and cultural dynamics that might not be as popular to a standard listener's ear, but they will enjoy it because uh, there is something that's there for them to eat some steak off of or some substance, something that's going to put some potatoes on their stomach to ground them in some truth. No doubt. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. Um, so I, you have kind of like this Joe, um, like maybe look to you, you know, it's kind of like smoothed out. You know, like, <laughs> just, you know, very casual but smoothed out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm sure the ladies definitely want to know. Now I'm gonna ask: you, Is there a, a Mrs. M dot? If not, what would be the criteria um, that you would, you know, kind of look for mm. in a um, woman? You know, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, but you know, life is still ongoing and growing. So what I say right now in one hour, that could change. Okay. So uh, I am, <laughs> I am always keeping, keeping the door open right now. There, there is none, okay. but I think that the, the most important thing when we talk okay, about ladies. relationships is if you really want to see yourself with another, right? Yeah. The truth is not what you've done in the past, and the truth is not what he's done in the past. The truth is what you guys can build together moving forward. And so what we realize with the divorce cases that come up, like I'm sure you probably saw the headlines, and even though I crossed it, I really don't pay attention to it with the whole uh, Miss Kim Kardashian and, and Kanye, Kanye situation. Yeah. Is, and and it's Dr. Not, Dre and his wife, And Dr. Too. Dre. And it's not for me to judge any of their situations, so let me say this. But just in looking at that, and as divorce has grown, what we realize is it's more of a system of money and infrastructure than it is a system of sharing love and vision. And so my and thing family. is so my thing is if I can't sit down with you and we can't create a vision together that's written down, that's bottom bottom down. Mm -hmm. And then where it's not coming off of what you get in your pocket and what I got in my pocket, but it's what can we do as a proof of concept. Okay. As we're developing this relationship so that we can work together to create that source of resources and information, then we're already at a stop. And so people are putting these criteria. I want this and I want this and he got to have that. She got to have that. You know what? The only thing that she has to have when it comes to me is she has to be open enough 
and willing enough to understand that what we did to pass for, for our individual past was good. But that's not going to sustain a relationship moving forward. Mm. And so how do we build a plan together? How do we build an estate plan? How do we build a trust plan? How do we understand an insurance plan? If we're going to have kids, they got to have something to eat off of, whether we're here or whether we're not. Mm. And if we can't come together, whether it's a nonprofit, whether it's a business, and where she can bring her talents so that the umbrella is big enough for her talents and her skills, right. and the umbrella is big enough for my talents and my skills to blend, then the one or the two becoming one will not happen. Mm. So there are many people that just don't understand those deeper levels of, of, of bonding and relationships. And I think that that's the reason why so much stuff is falling apart is because we haven't really meticulously planned out how we're going to build this thing together. It's usually, okay, this person does this and I do this. You know, yeah. the old school way it yeah. used to be, right? Yeah. The lady takes, stays home, takes care of the kids, which is essential. Let me, let me, I'm not critiquing it, which is essential. But at the same time, before we have the kids, have we done something to solidify us having kids down the line? Mm. What are we both contributing? So, so that brings me to an interesting question. Do you think that um, dynamic has changed based on societal views or is it just based on uh, you know another dynamic I think um, people have fallen in love with the byproducts of wealth mm. but not fallen in love with the principle of it mm. mm-hmm. and so what happens is I get fame and I get the girl. But then you get into the relationship and she only wanted you for your fame. What happened when your fame go? Mm-hmm. What happened when your health fell? Mm. Right. And unfortunately, um, as a young child, I um, have had to deal with diabetes type 1. Mm. And many times where even I couldn't function, that God or the universe always had somebody that was there for me. That's whether it was a great woman, whether it was a great man, great friends, great network, there was always somebody there say, you are not done fulfilling your purpose. And until you get to that point, you cannot die. Hmm. And that's a, that's a heavy feeling because sometimes you don't want to deal with it. Right. Yeah. And so when we don't fall in love with the principle of it, God is love or I is love, mm. Allah is love, mm. the resonance of that frequency, then what we do is we fall short. And we become angry and despondent mm-hmm. because we thought that that person loved us, but they really didn't. Yeah. They loved the image mm. of what you, what you mm-hmm. were. What you could be. Mm-hmm. What they thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Deep. yeah, it's heavy, man. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be preaching to y'all, man. No, <laughs> but but no. it's just, I've just been learning a lot. I've just but, been but, you know, that this type of information needs to reach the masses, honestly. It does. Because, um, you know, here in Chicago, uh, we were talking earlier before we started about, you know, why, um, you know, the artists, you know, of Chicago can't come together to do you know, a big project or put each other on or why there is always a technical difficulty. Um, so my question to you is like, you know, what would you say to the up and coming uh, artists of Chicago? Like, mm-hmm. you know, with the the separation of the neighborhoods to mm-hmm. the 
the like you said, unfortunately, the genres of music, the actual producers, there's so many separations. Like, how? What would be your advice? I guess to the up and coming artists to help them to um, start to. Um, I forgot I, I, the word. Merge or bond together, yeah, blend basically. together, blend yeah. together. You know. So this this is my philosophy. Um, I had some great mentors and people. Okay. Brother Spike Rebel, he's going to be coming on shortly. Yeah. And Spike. these individuals came into my life, and they pushed me to grow outside of grow, grow outside of me, and so. When I was kind of getting started, and Decker can profess to this, you know, I was pretty self-contained. I could play, I could produce my own stuff, I could write my own lyrics, I could sing my own lyrics. It's not like I necessarily needed somebody else to help me create music. But what I learned is, you cannot be better until you get with other people who are better Mm -hmm. at what they do. Okay, And so... What I would encourage anybody is not just from a Chicago dynamic, but from anybody's stand dynamic, whether you're in Asia and you're hearing this, whether you're in Australia, whether you're in Africa, find people with a different skill set, sit with them, learn from them and allow them to learn from you. And what you'll end up doing is growing your following while working with them and them growing as well. So that you can share in the art of giving and receiving. Because what good is it for me to give you something and you don't accept it? Mm, Mm -hmm. That's true. And what good is it for me to receive something or take something from you and you're not freely offering it? Mm. So it takes a dual process of exchange. And as you exchange from a certain sense of frequency and vibration, spirit, mind, and body, then what will happen is you'll elevate, they'll elevate, and then we can grow together. And so I think that the concept you talked about earlier, Brother Decker, about ego is the issue is who's going to get credit for this and who's going to make money. But the key is not for you to have one song. The key is for you to have a library or a catalog of content because Netflix is not interested in your one song. Netflix is interested in you having thousands of songs where they can contract you out and platform your songs across their hundreds of shows. Definitely. So think big. Don't think small. Definitely. Okay. So now you was talking about merging, you know, coming together. We have a special guest. Yes. Special yes, yes, yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> this is going to be a first for the, uh, the first way for the way live podcast. podcast. Yes. yes. We actually have a live performance from Spike Rebel and M Dot. Huh? Yes, 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 yes. I'm excited. You know, right on the spot, huh? Yeah, man. You know, listen. If somebody says that they are what they are, then they shouldn't be hiding it. They should be showing it. And uh, if they are hiding it, then we we got another problem going on. So, what I always like to do is um, not only do I affirm who I am by what I say, but I affirm who I am by being who that is. And uh, so, as we do this live performance and we get some more information about Spike, I definitely want us to be able to get some of his feedback as well before we get started. But he's been a very important part of my development, along with the other 20 or so contributors who who have just touched my life in such a, a magnificent way. Um, I could not be who I am unless I have beautiful brothers and sisters like you guys and him to really plant a seed in me to keep pushing 
and mm-hmm. keep pushing the envelope and don't be scared if everybody don't like what mm-hmm. you're doing right but you stay true to what you've been called to do so i really am grateful all right all right so on that note we're gonna be right back and we'll have a special live performance from marcus austin also known as m dot and spike rebel check us out yeah all right so now i am actually joined by mr spike rebel Hey, Jay. Hey, Mr. Spike. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I got a couple of questions for you. Uh-oh. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, you're a very talented artist as well. And I wanted to ask you, like, what what was the defining moment in your life that said, um... Yeah, this is my path. This is the path I want to go down. I love my music. No matter what I do aside, you know, on the side, Mm -hmm. music is always going to be a part of my life. That's uh, pretty easy. Mm -hmm. I was flown to do a session with Common in New York to do some live music recording with him on the spot with Lauren Hill. Okay. So, they flew me in from Chicago on the plane. When I got off the plane, they had the big cards saying Carnell Newville, and then I had a limo take me to the studio. Okay. And I'm working with Common on some stuff, but he really was trying to work on a song for Lauren Hill. But when she got there, she said, I'm hearing something in my head and I need somebody that can play all these parts. Okay. And Connor was like, that's Spike. Spike can do so it. So all of a sudden, this was my first real experience outside of Chicago. I was always playing guitar or bass or singing or drums or congos or poetry, whatever, with all these different people in Chicago. But Lauren Hill is yeah. saying, hey, Spike, can you play this piano part? I'm humming this. Whatever she's humming, I'm playing chord. No, I want it more gospely. Okay, boom. Okay, change that chord. Add another. Okay, now can you play the bass? Yes. Play this bass. Okay, that's not funky enough. I need it like this. And she mm. said, uh, switch it. Okay, add this guitar part. She hired another bass player because I wasn't playing it. It was the right notes, but not the right feel. Okay. But through all of those things, we had a song that was created. And I'm saying, here, like, I'm with this girl from the Fugees, and she's asking me to do everything out of her thoughts. To create a song, and it's like it, for me, it's it's solidified. I could do this with not just the Chicago local and underground, but with the majors. Mm. And so that was my solidifying moment. And it is on Common's uh, third album called. Uh, uh, is that Water for Chocolate? No, 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 that was the one before that. It okay, was, it was what was it? Uh, he had his baby's mom. <laughs> And I'm trying to think of it right now because Water for Chocolate was, was one of the No, tracks. it was the one with CeeLo. That was a track that I did with CeeLo. Oh, wow. Okay, I know what you're talking about. It's, I do not know the title of that It's song. the brown one. This is Mom's on the front cover. Yes. And uh, I did something with uh, Shantae Savage on that album, okay. et cetera. But that, but that experience with Lauryn Hill was the one that set me to like, okay, I'm a multi- uh, versatile skills to bring things out of people's thoughts to manifestation. Wow. Yeah, that was a great experience. So, um, you and Mr. M. Dot here, 
you guys are very well acquainted. How did you um, become so well acquainted? Interesting. We've been trying to figure that out. (laughs) 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 Seems like it started with sort of like our our combining with music. He has a different approach than mine. So when we meshed, it was kind of clashing more so than welcome arms like but I but when I heard what he was doing with another producer I said it's good but it's not great and he, that may have offended him <laughs> but uh, I do know the difference in great and good you right. got good cake and you be like man this cake is off the chain yeah I had some cake like that last week <laughs> you know, but, chicken a car yeah. all a relationship you could say off the chain versus he's <laughs> good yeah. No. So, through that process, I start showing him other producers that do dance music and other styles, and he can sing. Yeah. So, if he can sing and lay that down and step away, he could let other producers, like film producers, they see something else in Denzel. True. Versus, you know, so, so if he just sing and you let other producers do what they do, it's going to have a different energy. He's going to have like remixes. It's his mm-hmm. voice. It's almost like putting Marcus in four, five, six different suits that he never okay. tried on. Okay. It's his body. But my suit is wool or something neo-soul. Another guy is putting him in some shiny stuff. You'd be like, ugh. You know, but everybody got an opinion. Right. So that's where I was opening him to that. And then he started more so looking at me saying, well, is this copywritten? Is, where's the paperwork for this? Uh, where's the branding? Where's, about the where's your vision written down? Where's your mission written down? Who's your team? And the what is their position? And what's the budget? And Very so, business oriented. So, so yeah. you got two sides. One is creative and one is business. Mm. And I hear always... But this, he wasn't saying nothing new to me because I was in New York for seven, eight years and I was around attorneys that were negotiating and giving me consultation when I had label meetings with people trying to use me as a producer. Okay. Most of those meetings went bad because I was already schooled by the attorney on what not to get fall into traps with when they're talking business. All of that stuff, yeah. It's amazing. So... So now me and Marcus are more so meshing on how to do the right paperwork, the right people, the right team to go beyond just making creative music that's sitting in your basement. How do we get it to be licensed for a video game, a film, mm. a book? How do you get it in Target? How do you get it? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's where we are now. But it's been a process because... A lot of times I saw, he may not want me to say this, but <laughs> when people don't do the business part, he take it to heart and get angry. Okay. And really is quick to cut him off because it's wasting his time and his energy. Whereas yeah. I'm more like the mother figure, like, he's still cool. Just because he didn't do what you said don't mean he don't make good cookies and kick it. You know, like, you know how to fix cars and this is my boy we shoot hoops with. So I'm going to stay friends with him, even though Mark is like, cut him off. I think Marcus is changing a little bit. I mean, you have to you have to expand past that. I actually had that sort of happen to my to myself, and yes, I mean, um, my 
last co-host. Her name is Queen. Queen, unfortunately, <laughs> had to depart from the show. Mm-hmm. She's having a baby. And plus, there were other things that went on. But, you know, that's still my friend. Right. We went to high school together. Right. I'm still calling and checking in on mm-hmm. her. Wish her Happy New Year. Was going to yeah. go over there. But, you know... I don't want to risk her with the baby and right. all of that. Exactly. So love from afar and all of that, we still good, even though she's not, you know. So, so this is more the challenge. Me and Marcus, Marcus said you're. Uh, what do you say? He said Spike, you're you're more heart, and mm. I'm more uh, the mind. He's more mind. So mm. mind to me is more educated, studied mm. up, uh, and more attributes to that. And then okay. then heart is more like. You're a teacher and you got 32 kids and 10 of them are bad as hell. <laughs> you got some that come bring you an apple in the morning. Spike, you, you got, a mess. Look, <laughs> do you love all of them or do you be less like, he ain't going to be nothing. Now you plan to see. That, that. that one might say after high school or college, Thank you, Mr. or Mrs. Such and Such. Because if you wasn't on me, my mother won't give me love. That's the you. one that's definitely. That's the one that turned around and be an architect, a doctor, or something, and sports or whatever. And he's thanking you for he never forgot you, but he gave you hell. True. So, when I look at Brother Marcus and all the people that are not spiritually sound or financially or, or, or you know, don't have it all together with business, I'm looking at him like, that's God's bouquet. Yeah. So let, so so let me say this. The first time we met, the first time we met, we were introduced by a young lady. Uh, and she was actually putting these things together of ideas that could put creators together. Okay. And she was doing this thing where she wanted to do kind of like a, a jingle gram. Mm. Well, we would create like these jingles for people. And I connected with her because I did a show at what used to be called the Red Kiva downtown off of Randolph Street next next to Oprah's uh, old studio before she moved. And um, I used to do these weekly shows, open mics, and she was there and she came up to me and we engaged in conversation. And she said, yeah, I want to introduce you to somebody. And so uh, it was a group of us who were introduced to Spike at that time. And, you know, Spike was cool because he was sitting in the cut, you know, just doing his thing, playing instruments and showing and showcasing his ability. And I said, okay, that's cool, man. That's cool. I mean, I, I didn't see the whole Pie of, of what we have eventually become yeah. now, but just from the introduction. So I said, okay, well, you know, we exchanged information, and he was like, well, yeah, Marcus, we should get together and and talk and, and conversate and build, you know, build a bond, build a relationship. Let's see what we can do musically. And that little seed, that little meeting from somebody that I, I had no idea was actually the vehicle for us to first meet. And so the key, I think Spike said some very critical things, is the key about it is, do we understand the biology behind the mind and the heart? Mm. And the truth of the matter is, the mind could say something and the heart could say something, but because they are out of alignment, the fulfillment of whatever is both wanting, both of them wanting something different will never come to fruition. And so the metaphysics of the heart is there is a peace in the mind, in all of our minds, biologically, that is directly connected to the heart. Mm -hmm. And so when you get the heart in alignment with the mind... Mm Fireworks, metaphysics, manifestation. You understand? So, now before we get into this wonderful um, performance, I'm about to receive. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies, I know you're jealous. <laughs> um, what helped you determine your own specific sound? Like, you know, what what was it? Was it you a piece what? of music, a My, musician? Or? I, I, I like a lot of raw hip-hop from the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, EPMD. And oh, yeah. I, turned to, I don't like everything about Wu-Tang and everything, but I'm saying even R. Kelly has great songs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but then jazz-wise, I like George Benson oh, and Earl yes. Poo, Come on. You know, uh, uh, on the dance music side, it's a lot of stuff. What's that radio station they got on uh, uh, the, that we talk about with the Chill, chill House? Yeah, oh. Chill. Chill House, yeah, that's my jam. <laughs> Deep House stuff, I'm working Deep with. House, yeah. Lavender, a great, great producer, remixer, Rahan, Ra, Dave Mays. These are all Chicago okay, people. yeah, I heard this. Dave Mays do like more Afrocentric, Afro beats. It's a different kind of swing that's up tempo. All of them use me for adding live guitar, Whoa. live congas. Just gives it a soul versus just digital. So, brings it all together. So me now, maybe eight or ten people I've been doing that with, and they're all uh, I would say uh, upcoming labels. Um, but we're in Chicago. There's no no Motown per se here with sure. us all like a conglomerate. It's everybody's split off. So it's like an adventure for me. Like I'm going to play basketball over there with that producer. Finish the game, go over there, shoot with him. Yeah. And I'm seeing their strengths, weaknesses. Some do business different. It's not necessarily that like we say they shady. They all know each other, but we're not. If if you, if you can envision a pizza with the slices, mm-hmm. Chicago to me is the slices all turned different directions, and they're not coming to the be the round one where you're separate slices, but you can say this Chicago, yeah. all these slices that represent different parts of the piece. That's not it. Mm. So maybe me and Marcus would be part of that change. Or maybe we have to be a reflection of if we do come together with mind and heart we and working with, he said, about 20 other producers. Yeah. And I'm doing all these other things. This is exactly point, how you implement yeah. change. Yeah. Okay. So those seeds have to manifest. It's not like we're doing uh, low quality music. It's, not it's, at all. It's great lyrics. It's, it's, it's quality music. Now the thing is now consistency with putting out what you're doing now discussing the inner thoughts yeah. as well as if there's a budget or the right distribution deal so we can be out there like all these other major artists. Yeah. But nobody in Chicago got thirty, fifty thousand. 50,000 just bam, he's out there like Maxwell. True indeed. Who's going to put that behind <laughs> Well, I mean, it can happen. You know, don't speak negatively because it can happen. Right. Miracles happen every day. When it happens. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so we're just throwing out those little gems through, through you know, so Marcus is yeah, one. Yeah, because you never know who's listening. That's I got correct. a very broad audience, actually. But let's say the money ever never comes or the budget or the distribution. For yes. me, I have to do it regardless. So if you never see me, I'm painting every day. Mm-hmm. If you never see it, I'm playing my guitar or freestyle and singing, rapping in the car every day. So once the the right uh, uh, platform comes and I'm in front of thousands of people, they're like, wow. No, I've been doing it every day. Where can people reach you, Spike? <laughs> uh, your band camp, Please. your Facebook, your Perfection. Spike Rebel Movement Bandcamp.com. Spike Rebel mm-hmm. Movement. I think it's dot bandcamp.com. Okay. Uh, that's where I'm putting all my. Uh, 
artwork for the dance music I'm doing. Um, I hang out on Facebook. A lot, a lot of the, a lot of the PR people or friends is like, that's not it. It's Instagram. Yeah, uh, it's Instagram it's now. The quick stuff, you know, yeah. one minute, thirty seconds. I like if I want to paint, I don't want you to speed it up so fast. I want sure. you to see me do it like in five or eight minutes, you know. So Facebook has been my main hangout. Um, but I've just been underground. And I'm, I'm not saying that's where I want to stay. My mindset is global. You had asked me about that in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to, to graduate. I had to take a couple courses and do some live performances with global groups. Yeah. One was called the Andean Ensemble, A-N-D-E-A-N. Okay. That's almost like looking at those Mexicans with the big guitar okay. and the ladies that do the uh, with like belly dancing. Yeah. Right, yeah. belly dance. So I had to play guitar a different way. You okay. ain't playing no James Brown type no, of mix it's with totally that. different. Ding, 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 and so all these rhythms. I'm saying, I don't hear nothing like that on WGCI. I ain't never heard that on Al Green. Nah, I didn't even like the group I had to play with. Oh my! God. But I had to because I was a guitar major and that was part of the requirement. So okay. at the end of the day, it forced me to say, even though I don't have this, I didn't grow up with it in Chicago. The college has allowed me to expand to say, there's other music out there than what I've been growing up listening to. Mm. That Andean Ensemble was nowhere near Parliament, Babyface, Teddy Riley. None of that. <laughs> no type of soul to it at all. But it was well uh, applause when we finished, but it was in a different environment. Mm-hmm. And I was right there, the only black guy with all these other people playing these crazy cultural instruments. So that was my start of saying... Uh, my, my my talents can be developed and expand beyond what I've I guess Chicago started looking more local. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> I'm sure. You know, when once you all got out there, um well I can't wait anymore. I'm I'm ready for my my um <laughs> special performance from mm-hmm. both of you gentlemen. Yeah. And I'm all you know <laughs> making the ladies jealous because <laughs> I don't know what I'm about to get here, but I'm very it's excited. Well, thank you for having us again. Thank you for this coming. This has been a wonderful experience. This we, is and we're going to build together with you as well. If well, there's some things you. we need to put put out as far as to our networks to thank let people you. know that uh, 2021 is the year of make it happen. Yeah. With no excuses. That's right. It, it's, That's it, the motto. I think 2021 is the time to actually come together, not just talk about it. That's it. To actually do it, like you said. So um, I'm going to let y'all do this okay. performance. All right. Awesome. Just, awesome. Awesome. Thank pleasure. You, thank you. It's been a complete pleasure. Yes, definitely. Blessings. Peace. Source. 
사칫 하나라 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 We headed in the wrong direction Kings and queens so divine we are Born to live and born to give Live life that God gives Be cool and be still Of service to someone else Be calm and be cool Live life according to the golden rule Sachit Anada, Sachit Anada Lighthearted and carefree Sachit Anada, Sachit Anada Lighthearted and carefree Thank you so much.